In the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit is in our midst. We may be experiencing a minor miracle in our parish right now. The forecast says it's outside right now. It should be approximately 100 degrees. And somehow, our underpowered air conditioning system is keeping us okay. In fact, better than many other days, I think. Happy feast day to all of you. This is your feast day, which you probably never think of celebrating as your feast day. But today is the Sunday of all saints. And the church has placed this Sunday here exactly one week after Pentecost, after the coming of the Holy Spirit in power. It's, this Sunday is here commemorating the saints this week because it is the fruit of the Holy Spirit that makes saints, that makes us saints. Now, the epistle today said many things about the saints and the various troubles they experienced and the ways in which they witnessed for Christ. And those in the epistle were primarily those who were in the Old Testament, who faithfully, by the Holy Spirit given to them, were able to bear up. And yet, we know that we now have many, many, many more saints. And those are the saints that we commemorate today. All of the saints. The epistle says, see what a great cloud of witnesses surround us. And they're here. They are present with us. They worship with us. We don't know much, really, about the state of the saints, except we know that they are experiencing a foretaste of paradise. They are experiencing something good, and that they are able to pray, and that somehow they are not far from us. They are with our God, near the throne, but they are with us and near us. So when we see all these icons around the room, and on the Anastasis, we have to remember that they are with us, and they love us. They care for us. And why do they care for us? Because they are Christ-bearers. They bear the love of Christ. And since Christ loves us, we now are surrounded not only by witnesses, but by people who love us and care for us, and we, in our lives, should not neglect them. Now you might think, why should we be intimate with those people who are dead? We must remember that our God is not the God of the dead, but of the living. <coughs> From the bulletin today, there's a little excerpt. It says, this is the feast we celebrate today. It is the harvest of the coming of the Holy Spirit into the world. It is the much fruit brought forth by that grain of wheat which fell into the earth and died. It is the glorification of the saints as the foundation of the church, the perfection of the gospel, they who fulfilled indeed the sayings of our Savior. Now, who are all these saints? And what made them saints? Originally, this feast day was dedicated to all the martyrs. But as martyrdoms decreased, and 
we saw that people in their own lives were experiencing a, a different sort of martyrdom, a martyrdom where they truly witnessed Christ in their lives, not only in their deaths. The church then added all the saints. And it is worth remembering that we're commemorating also all of those saints who we do not know, who have not been named. And perhaps those saints outnumber the ones that we do know. And we have them in our midst now. Some of you may have experienced strange events that made you think that you wondered if there were saints among us. I was sitting on a sidewalk cafe with a friend eating a meal. And this man who appeared to be homeless, somewhat disheveled, was walking by. And I didn't get a good glimpse of him because he was coming from behind. But I turned and looked at him. And uh, I could see that his eyes were very clear. And my friend said, did you see that? I said, see what? He made the sign of the cross as he passed. He didn't stop to ask us for anything. He made the, and he said, and he made the cross right. <laughs> I'm not saying that that gentleman that passed us on the street was a saint. But we must be prepared to recognize that there are saints among us. And what makes saints saints? See, Nikolai Velomirovich, I said it right, said, saints are those whom the love of God overshadows every other love, and who for Christ's name have left all, left all and endured to the end. They are those who above all have identified themselves with Jesus Christ. They belong to Christ. And those who have shown us how they belong to Christ and helped us by their examples, the church calls saints. But no saint ever thought they were a saint. They were a struggler. They struggled just as we struggle. In the epistle today, it says, And all these, though well attested by their faith, did not receive what was promised, since God had seen something better for us, that apart from us they should not be made perfect. Therefore, since we are surrounded by so great a lot of witnesses, let us also lay aside every weight and sin which clings so closely, and let us run with perseverance, the race that is set before us, looking to Jesus, the pioneer and perfecter of our faith. The saints are waiting for us. It is the plan of that they should not be made perfect apart from us. God has seen something better for us. And he has called us also to be saints like them. Let us also lay aside every weight and sin, and run with perseverance the race that is set before of us. Our calling is the same as the saints. All of us have been called to be holy. God says, be holy, for I am holy. And before we rush off to our to-do list to write down Monday, be holy. Let's remember that it is 
not us who make ourselves holy, but it is the work of the Holy Spirit which has been given to us. We are called to be saints, but it is not your job to make yourself a saint. But it is your job to lay aside the weight of sin, to lay aside the cares of this life which hold us back, to empty the part of us that is filled with what God wants to, be, to fill, to take our hearts and clean them up and make a place for him. This is what the saints do. We are called to do what the saints do. Now in our lives, what can we do? Well, the gospel today tells us. It tells us a lot of things. Today it says, everyone who acknowledges me before men, I will also acknowledge before my father. And he says, you must take up your cross, otherwise you are not worthy of me. So here's what we must do. We must acknowledge Christ before men. It must not be a secret that we are Christians. This should be the number one characteristic that everybody knows about us. I don't know exactly how we reveal that, and perhaps we don't. We allow the Holy Spirit to do that. But first and foremost, we must identify ourselves as Christians. We're a lot of things. We're mothers, we're fathers, we're workers, we're priests, we're deacons, we're children. And we have to put above all of that our identity as us belonging to Christ. The saints all had one single thought, is that they belong to Christ. They belong to Christ more than they belong to themselves. We must be ready to give an account for the hope that is in us. We must be identified by the love of Christ, that we indeed are his followers. This is what will make us saints. This indeed is what makes some saints among us. Now what is our cross? Our daily cross is to battle. To battle against our flesh, to battle against our passions. There is a cost to following Christ. And it means that we have to give up some of those things we love most about ourselves. And we have to fight against some of those things, our selfishness. There's a very hard verse in here. And it says, he who loves father or mother more than me is not worthy of me. He who loves son or daughter more than me is not worthy of me. And he who does not take his cross and follow me is not worthy of me. Hate our father, our mothers, and our sisters and brothers. Obviously, Christ does not want this. But he says, more than me. Only he who loves us more than our fathers and mothers love us. Only he who loves our children more than we do could dare challenge us to love him more than we love our children and our mothers. But this is what we are called to. This is what the saints did. Above all, they died to themselves, their own desires, and they put Christ first and let Christ, through the Holy Spirit, lead them and guide them. We are all called to be saints. And yet when we look at our lives, we're quite sure that we are not. Our loving and compassionate Lord knows all of our weaknesses. 
He knows all of our challenges. He knows all of our difficulties. And he knew all of the same that belonged to the saints. And the Holy Spirit made them saints anyway because they submitted their lives to him. In the midst of all of our difficulties, the Holy Spirit comes to abide in us, to comfort us, and to enable us to become fully his. Our cross is to make room in our hearts for him. May we make room in our hearts for Christ and lay aside everything that holds us back from imitating the saints and on this day honoring them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. <coughs>